welcome to season two of a leader like me podcast. My name is Advita Patel and I'm an internal communications and employee experience consultant based in Manchester. And I'm Priya Bates. I'm president of Inner Strength Communication based in Toronto, Canada. We're co-founders of A Leader Like Me. A Leader Like Me is a community to help underrepresented people progress in their careers. And we also help people progress on diversity, equity, inclusion and belonging for everyone. We hope you enjoy the conversation this season. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Can you believe, Advita, that we're at episode 10 of season two already, where we're focusing on the writing of our book, which is on creating inclusive cultures and the role of internal communication. We can't announce the actual uh, title yet, <laughs> but so, so funny we keep ta- describing it differently every single time <laughs> we're on here. We've been very careful and cautious because that is the one thing that the editor did say you can't share the title. So we, we're seeing all the other different words we can use to possibly describe what we're writing. But I think people have got the idea, haven't they? What we're doing yeah, about what we're writing about, yeah, but, but yeah. we can't repeat uh, the the title, which is quite funny. <laughs> uh, but today we're going to talk about performative versus performance. We've heard this conversation. It's really interesting. When you try to Google the word performative, it doesn't quite appear yet in some places because it's very new. And so, you know, with Black History Month coming up in the UK, it's different in uh, in North America, but it's coming up in the UK. Focus on women and International Women's Day here in Canada. We just went through uh, the, the day uh, where we recognized uh, truth and reconciliation um, here for the Indigenous communities. And it's been really interesting to observe how organizations and individuals um, recognize those Mm. days and the conversations, more importantly, observe the conversations that are going on on social media and in real life as people try to navigate what it means to support diversity and equity and inclusion. Because I think people's intentions are good. I think most people say we want to do something. We want to feel like we're contributing. In some cases, performance or performative is showing people that we care, whether, you know, in some way that's easy, (laughs) Um, easier than actually doing the real hard work. Yeah. Yeah. Or not intentional. You know, when we talk about performative allyship or performative measures, it's you're doing it because you either feel like you have to do it because you've been told you have to do it or you are following other people's um, reaction to things. So you jump on the bandwagon and you do it or there's some kind of reward for you. You know, as an ally, you're getting a reward for doing that. And I think you've got some really I mean, we were speaking about this just before we switched to record about some of the performative actions taken by individuals based on the orange um orange shirt day orange shirt day. And can day yeah and i think i think it's important that people recognize what that looks like yeah well here i know the so on orange shirt day um, which uh, thinks about uh, truth and reconciliation with indigenous communities as a result of colonization that continues to happen here in Canada. Uh, this is a Canadian uh, recognition and commemorative day, uh, but there are, you know, other days probably across North America with indigenous communities. Uh, what was interesting is following some of the conversations around 
our local coffee shop, Tim Hortons, which is all over Canada, decided to sell uh, orange donuts uh, and orange sprinkle donuts for Orange Shirt Day, which seemed interesting. They did donate some of the proceeds to um, causes, but for for a lot of reasons, people felt it was very negative uh, because it felt very performative to them. It felt like they were making money Mm. off of something that was really not about a celebration, but was a mourning day for losses and trauma. And it just, there was a big disconnect. But one of the stories that really stood out for me was by an indigenous uh, um, inclusion consultant uh, out in the, in BC, in British Columbia, who said her son came home from school and was really excited because the assignment that the teacher had given them was that they were going to paint and draw a residential school in the cafeteria and give it a name. And if anybody who's been following what's happening with residential schools and discoveries here in Canada, residential schools were designed to take the Indian out of the child and get rid of culture and get rid of, it was a lot of trauma that residential schools are associated with. And then on top of that, the mass grave sites that were found of hundreds and maybe thousands of young people because of the treatment they got in residential schools. And a teacher decides that a great assignment would be to draw a a residential school and it defeats the point. And it was, and that reintroduced the trauma from this uh, educator who, who actually is indigenous and knows what that day is about. And you need to think about those things. These are not, everything isn't a celebration. Uh, Could you imagine somebody asking for, uh, you know, the recognition of the Holocaust to go create a, uh, um, a concentration camp, like that's the equivalent of that. So you think not only is it a performative action, it is a traumatic action. Uh, it just it baffles me. I mean, it, well, it shouldn't baffle me because it quite clearly demonstrates that they don't have advisors or supporters or a community around them that understand, you know, what this would mean and the impact it would have. And this is why we always talk about representative communities and representation matters because it isn't just about that that showing face, right, and showing that we're doing the right thing. It's about making sure that you are genuinely interested in what people have to say and you're allowing them to speak up about some of the trauma and the triggers that some of these campaigns cause because it is a campaign you know and it it firmly sits into marketing and communications some of the stuff that goes on and I I, you know and I'm sure you've experienced this period and we've spoken about it is that I often do get challenged by communication professionals about well I don't understand what this has got to do with our job like why is it our responsibility and often we are the connectors and we hear and see things and we are responsible for sending out information at times based on somebody's ideas. And we need to take a little bit of responsibility and be self-aware enough to know that what they are proposing we do is probably not the right thing to do. And this is why I say to communication professionals, surround yourself with people who are representative of the publics that you serve so you can ask those questions. It's not about you having to know absolutely every single thing about inclusion, but it is important that you are aware that something 
if you're not comfortable with something or you or even if you you don't recognize it it's just a sense check it you know before we send this out let's have a conversation with the people that we're trying to aim this information at you know what are we trying to do here like black history month in the uk right now i know there'll be lots of organizations who are recognizing and celebrating black voices in their in their businesses which is critically important but one of my challenges is that are you doing that 11 months of the year as well you know are you you know since last october in the uk i know it's february in the us what changes have you made in your business to help the black voices and the black people and black colleagues succeed and thrive and have you achieved the objectives that you said you're going to do what's the purpose of you sharing these stories you know what are you trying to do and demonstrate here because it's great raising awareness and recognizing voices and giving people that platform but you should be giving people platform continuously throughout the year and and we often talk in internal communication that generally if you're a PR person external communication digital communication you're usually thinking about the campaign right uh, and so everything is a campaign it's his, uh, black history month it's let's do everything as a campaign but yeah. what we're here from an internal communication perspective to do is to drive the conversation because as we have the conversations even those conversations that are uncomfortable yeah it normalizes and makes people more comfortable with sharing their realities and sharing their lived experiences and having honest, open conversations about how we collectively move forward. Yeah. And that's critical in the role that we play internally. You know, how do we connect those individuals? How do we make sure that people are aligned with the purpose and the mission, the vision of the organization and you are not doing it in isolation or with the people that you relate with the most? you know, or that you connect with the most. And that is the challenge, I think, for a lot of leaders is that they have, that this is a problem for for the, the community and the organisation that they work for. So if you are doing anything to raise awareness around some of these months, um, whether, it's, it, whether it's because it is um, important for the society to know that this happened, or whether you're trying to celebrate and recognise some of the voices who have contributed to the world, have a think about what is it that you're actually trying to do in terms of objectives and purpose and what differences are you trying to make? You know, or is it the case of having the same conversation year in year? Yeah. And there may be like those deeper conversations are about doing your research, understanding why is it that this day or this month needs to be recognized? What is the yeah. perspective from the individuals who are mostly most impacted by that month? What is it that they want, wish people knew? And yeah. what did they wish they people understood about yeah. their challenges and their opportunities? What What is the way that we can really bring this to life where it starts then becoming embedded into the way we yeah. work and the way we interact with one another every day? And that is so important. And, you, and you're allowed to ask those questions. And if no one is asking those questions, then ask them. You know, that is what it is to be an active ally or an active bystander, not changing your profile picture to a rainbow flag or a black square, you know, or selling orange donuts and, and things like that. You know, it's, it's much deeper than that. And we all have a part to play in that as uh, if you are an active ally or an active bystander. And that's a really important thing to, for us to remember when we're talking about inclusion and uh, belonging in organizations. Now, we're uh, halfway through the book. 
Yeah. We've submitted We're six getting chapters there. out of 12. We're a little late on the next two chapters, but we'll, we'll get there quickly. Um, and we're finalizing those and then we'll, we can say we're two thirds way through. It's been an interesting journey taking a look at each chapter. And I think I said to, we've said to everyone that we're learning along the way. We're questioning ourselves. We're questioning our thinking as we understand the, the research. And I think we're really getting to the point now, the next, next six chapters are practical, are the how to. And I know we're going to have a discussion as part of Comps Hero event next week, uh, which is October 11th, based on when you're listening, <laughs> I think 11th or 12th, what day are we doing? The 12th. We'll so we're, we're, the we're, 12th. We're, speak, we're speaking on when I say the 12th, yeah. The 12th. And so if you can join us there, you can see us live and contribute to the conversation. We'd really appreciate that. And, uh, and I think that uh, stay tuned. We're, we're getting through the book. We're really happy with how it's coming together. We're amazed at how aligned we are in our thinking. And, uh, and, and I think it's going to be a really valuable resource for those in the DEI, uh, internal communication and HR space who really want to drive change. Yeah, I agree. And if there's anything that we have shared with you either in this episode or previous episodes that you would like to discuss further or you disagree with or whatever, I think it's really important for us to open up these conversations because it's, you know, we're learning every single day. And I say this to everybody that, you know, we're not, we not everybody knows everything. And that's really important to recognize that. And we learn together. And it's important that we have these conversations if we want to make change happen. So please do email us at info at com, Or you can follow us on our socials on Twitter and on Instagram at a leader like me. And of course, you've got the opportunity to email uh, or DM uh, Priya and I on LinkedIn as well. We're, we're always happy have this conversation and we also want to remind um you folks that we have our diversity in action conference week commencing the 7th of november and it's two sessions a day and we have got some incredible speakers who have made some fantastic changes and have driven and made uh, inclusion sorry as a core part of their strategy and they're going to share how they've done that uh, and why it's important to do that and i think some of you will find that really interesting and the tickets have you know, we've, we've made sure that we've got uh, accessible price points for our tickets. So we would really appreciate you to share the word on our behalf. Come along as well. Um, and if you've got any questions about the event, then please do let us know. But you can find out all the information on our website, which is aleaderlikeme.com. I hope you'll join us. Yeah, I hope so as well. And take care and we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to a Leader Like Me podcast. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn, then you can find us under a leader like me, or you can send us an email to info at a leader like me.com. And please do leave us a review on any of your podcasting platforms that you listen to our podcast on. Thank you so much.